This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Sunday to everyone tuning in to us right now. I hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and have had a great weekend. I know I'm happy that it's finally Sunday because this weekend was a very, very tempting one in terms of just watching the news. First off, because we had a Chinese rocket just floating around <laughs> and that finally landed. I think fragments of its uh, rocket actually landed in the Arab Sea, if I'm not mistaken. No, actually landed in the Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean. Well, at least we're safe from it right here on land and right here in the UAE. But we have lots and lots to share with you about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Starting with a virtual hackathon that Sharjah Innovation Technology and uh, Park is actually launching very soon. And it's going to be allowing university students as well as professors all around the world to win some cash, but also get to share their ideas with the rest of the world. Yes, indeed. We're also going to be talking about a smart finger with an RFID chip, which could replace your key, your wallet, and even maybe your credit cards. Mm-hmm. So gadgets are coming straight to our rings as well. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about a very interesting application that is allowing students to help read better during the pandemic, especially when it comes to reading classwork. We all know that this can't be fun. So Microsoft Teams is launching a brand new feature and we're going to be telling you all about it. Yes, and we're also talking about Twitter unveiling a new cash tip option for users to pay creators. We've been uh, speculating this for the past couple of uh, months now and Twitter has finally unveiled it. Yes, indeed. Lots and Lots is in store right here on the show, so make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95 Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Lots is happening in Sharjah this weekend because we're going to be talking all about Sharjah Innovation Park launching a global virtual hackathon pretty soon. In the next month, we're going to be looking at university students as well as professors being able to share their creative ideas with the rest of the world. Joining us today is Ali Hussain Sajwani, who is the Director of Technology Transfer and Projects at the park, who's going to be giving us all the details on this great hackathon. Thanks a lot for joining us. Welcome to the show, Ali. Maybe he can... Uh, Are there? Can you hear us? Hear us? Yes, yes, sure. Okay. Hi. <laughs> yes, welcome to the show. Can you talk to us about what kind of activities are happening in the park right now? So the uh, the park, the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park uh, was inaugurated based on the Directions from His Highness uh, Sheikh Sultan bin Hamad Al Qasmi, the uh, 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 member of the Prime Council and the ruler of the Emirates of Sharjah, uh, in uh, getting the Sharjah to become the main uh, education hub of, of, of the UAE and the region. Uh, the park actually is, is focusing on six uh, different verticals, mm-hmm. trying to promote the, 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 the technologies and the uh, water technology and the production design architecture in the mobility, logistics, and smart cities, in the healthcare, technology and digitization, renewable energy, mm. environment technology, circular economy. And probably if you are uh, familiar with the Sharjah University District, you probably could uh, notice our main building, which is on the Sharjah Airport Road, mm-hmm. as well as one of our prime projects, which is the Skyway project that is uh, currently being set up 
we do testing for a three kilometer uh, train that can uh, ship both containers as well as passengers. Absolutely. And we've actually been in one of those Skypods, which was a phenomenal trip, to say the least. Uh, Mr. Ali, we wanted to talk a little bit about the most recent hackathon. The news about it has been filling up everywhere. Students all around the world are excited to be a part of it. And the best part about the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park is that it believes in those young minds. It believes in the ideas that they have to share. So can you walk us through the 48-hour global hackathon? What's the main aim behind it? So before getting into the hackathon itself, I would probably want to start by uh, introducing uh, a bigger program, which is the uh, Middle East and Africa Energy Innovation Hub. This is more like the mother mother program that is go that is already inaugurated in February of last year. And the purpose of the hub is to first foster and accelerate an ecosystem that creates opportunities within the energy, low carbon, oil and gas center mm. uh, sectors. The purpose of the Energy Hub is actually to launch scale and commercialize technology ventures through initiatives such as accelerators. Also to develop human capital, foster triple helix engagement between academia, government and private industry. And also provide a platform for collaboration to further cement UAE's position as a global hub for innovation. Now, as part of the Middle East and, uh, uh, and Africa Energy Hub, that is already started we are bringing both companies who are the consumers of the energies from the oil and gas from the utilities mm. as well as from the renewable energies industries along to represent their opportunities and their challenges which will then going to be taken forward and be put into a global call to the startup community where they're going to present their innovations and then we put the both parties together Mm -hmm. select the best ideas and then eventually develop those innovations now along with this project we have the middle east and uh, africa uh, innovation hackathon which which we spoke about just now now mm -hmm. the, the idea of the uh, hackathon is that we uh, open up the the, the the space for university uh, faculty professors as well as students to participate by providing their innovation ideas and certain challenges which we will talk about now uh, soon mm. and for them to be able to present their ideas in a 48 hours hackathon that they can they first have to register up front and then the hackathon will take uh, mm. take place uh, later and, and, and later in june time where we, they will do a due diligence of the ideas and then we'll give them a chance to come and present their ideas mm -hmm. amazing now how many participants can be a part of each team and can innovators participate on their own if they want so the, uh, it's a very good question, actually. The, the hackathon is open for individuals if they want to participate in their, in their own, or they can be part of a team, up to four people per team. And like I said, it's not limited only to students, also uh, faculty members or professors, research students can also participate. That's great to hear. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about what different categories of ideas would be a part of this hackathon. So what sectors are involved as well? If you have any questions for Mr. Ali Sajwani, make sure you share them with us at 4215 do it to salat or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio you're listening to pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world
We always come across different hackathons that are taking place right here in the UAE and all around the world. And I think one of the biggest values of those hackathons is the creativity because students have a chance to share all their, all their ideas, all their creative thoughts without necessarily having, let's say, the restrictions of a project or the restrictions of guidelines or at a workplace, the restriction of what is allowed and what is not. But with the hackathon, all options are possible. This is exactly why today we're talking about the hackathon that is taking place as part of the Sharjah Innovation and Technology Park. They are currently planning a 48-hour hackathon that will be taking place in mid-June, about the 22nd and the 23rd of June. And joining us is Ali Hussain Sajwani, who is the Director of Technology Transfer and Projects, to tell us all about it. It's been a great conversation with you, Ali. Thank you very much. So, uh, uh, again, uh, thanks to be back again on this. Uh, like you said, the hackathon will give a chance for the students and for the faculty to become part of an enterprise environment to come and present their ideas. We cannot make it very much open, like you said, but we will have to make some sort of a rules around it. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of the ideas that they're going to submit, now these ideas all around the, the, the smart energy, around efficiency, sustainability, we put them into six categories. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll start one by one and maybe give a little brief of each of these categories. The first category is around decarbonization. Basically, ideas to reduce the carbon dioxide emissions through the use of innovation technology, such as biogas, e-fuels, biofuels, and, and, and so on. Mm -hmm. The second category is around renewable energies. Now, we all know about renewable energies. We know that it is a very big hype for, for, for the current time and it's a very forward looking into the future. What we're looking from the renewable energies is to, to uh, create innovative technology proposals for clean energy, such as solar, wind, hydro, tidal, geothermal, biomass, and so on. The third category is around the energy efficiency. Ideas basically based on cutting edge technologies to maximize the use of energy at a lower cost and with a lower carbon footprint. Now we know that with all the push towards the renewable energies, for us here in this region, oil and gas is still a mainstream of revenue and it will continue to be there. So it's very important for us to make sure that we can efficiently generate the energy. The fourth category is around energy storage, mm -hmm. basically innovative proposal based on storage options with the batteries, thermal systems, so that energy can be available to meet demand whenever needed. We know today that one of the main obstacles of the solar energy are the batteries, and that's why they are contribute to the high of the mm -hmm. percentage of the price of the, for example, electrical cars. Mm -hmm. The fifth category is around sustainable mobility. Technology-based ideas for green, smart, and affordable mobility, such as zero-emission infrastructure, connected, or automated multimodal. But last but not least, the sixth category is around circular economy. Proposals related to the circular economy of energy production, industrial services, and municipal level cooperations, customer interfaces, and so on. Mm -hmm. So there are so many sectors and different categories mm -hmm. that students can participate in as per mm -hmm. their interests. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at it giving a chance to all students in all fields, and that is amazing. And obviously, it will actually motivate them to participate. Now, let's talk about what are the awards that the participants can win as well. So uh, what we are uh, planning to do is that, you know, uh, we'll open up the, uh, so the, the, the room is already open, the site mm -hmm. is already available uh, for people to participate and to submit their ideas. 
Uh, we will talk about it maybe uh, later on. Yeah. Now, what we are, we are going to do is we are going to select 15 ideas mm -hmm. which will compete into 48 hours virtual hackathon. Mm -hmm. Now, this participant will be guided through expert support to develop a business model, prototype of their idea. The finalists will present their projects to the jury in a demo day. The best three ideas will be awarded the prize of $5,000. $3,000 mm. and $2,000. Mm -hmm. Now, just to put things into perspective, when students come up with those ideas, so they have 48 hours to develop it completely with their team during those 48 hours? Now, here, this is a very good point. Now, what we are not asking for people, see, and normally in the hackathons, you are expected to actually do extensive coding and show a minimum viable product MVP or a demo. Now here we are talking about the business idea actually. If you are able to, pr to pr prepare your idea and present it along with the business case and along on what is it that you're actually trying to implement, present the architecture of what you are going to do and what is the benefits out of it for us that's sufficient. Mm -hmm. We don't really mandate that the student go through the, the journey of doing the coding and producing the final product in a live demo type of a stage. Mm, that's great to hear. So students can feel like one weight is lifted off of their shoulders. Uh, Ali, can you talk to us about where can students go ahead and join this hackathon? So what websites should they go ahead and check out? So uh, if you remember when I spoke about the Energy Hub, mm -hmm. so we have created a website called energyhubmea.com. Nice. energyhubmea, one word, .com. Mm. Now, if you go to that site, you'll find on the left corner, join hackathon. Mm. One, once you press on that button, it will take you to the hackathon page. And then you have the sign up button at the bottom where we can follow the sign, sign up. And we're expecting you to create a video of your uh, talking about the idea. And then you can upload it into the site and then you're all set up. Sounds great. And actually, we have a link also on uh, our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Students can simply go ahead and swipe up there and they'll be redirected immediately to that website. Mm. Ali Hussain Sajwani, Director of Technology Transfer and Projects, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope students from all around the UAE will go ahead and participate in this phenomenal hackathon. Yes, it was a pleasure having you, Mr. Ali, and uh, hopefully we will see you soon. Just the last comment from my side, the Energy Hackathon is not limited only to UAE. It's actually a global uh, uh, hub. It's mm -hmm. a global uh, hackathon. It is open for everybody around the globe. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Phenomenal. Thank you. You've heard it from the man himself. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show, we still have lots and lots to share with you all. We're going to be talking about a smart finger ring that has an RFID chip that could soon be replacing our key and wallet cards. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to talk to you guys about the Ramadan riddles. Now, uh, I've been getting most of them correct the past couple, the three three weeks now. I think we got a couple more days till Ramadan is over, but um, casually says it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> last week's or <clears throat> Thursday's question was uh, or riddle was this humble man sweats to make his daily bread, and even though his shop's on fire, he wants the heat even higher. What could he be? And uh, Omni and I did guess a baker, mm -hmm. and the answer was a baker. So if this you got that question correct, yeah, uh, good job. This answer cost me a lot of food and calories just thinking about the bakery all Thursday. So I hope you got your answer right. And if you didn't get a chance to win 500 dirhams these past days and weeks, no worries. We have a new chance every single day because today's riddle, I think, is also going to be yet another easy one. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it is, I'm always in front of you, 
but you can never see me. You hope for the best of me, but can never predict me. Mm. What am I? Who am I? Where am I? What am I? Who am I? Where am I? Nice yes. one. And it actually, if you are an avid listener of Future Talk, the answer should come to you mm-hmm. in a second. Yes. Especially if you love finding out about the future. Mm-hmm. So we'll say the riddle one more time. I'm always in front of you, but you can never see me. You hope for the best of me, mm-hmm. but can never predict me. We always say right here on Future Talk, we're not fortune tellers. Mm-hmm. We can't tell what the future is all about. So yeah, I love this riddle. Some people uh, were tasting in your nose. Yeah, there, some people were saying air. Air? Farah was saying air. I see where she's coming from. Mm. A lot of people were saying air, actually. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> my guess initially uh, was nose in the beginning of uh, reading it. Yeah. And then when I read it, hmm? I felt like I know the answer and I think I know the answer. I'm so happy that this riddle represents future talk today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it does uh, have the name to it or the ring to it there's a very very good ring to it so we'll say it one more time i'm always in front of you but you can never see me you hope for the best of me but can never predict me what am i or what time period am i let us know your thoughts all you have to do is text your guesses to 4215 door it's a before 9 30 p.m and the duo aisha mazmi and mikhail atiyah will be saying the right answer and announcing the lucky winner on their show Mm. evening karak from 8 to 10 p.m but we have lots to discuss today on Future Talk since we're talking all about the future. Yes, we're talking about smart ring fingers with an RFID chip, which could replace your keys, wallet, and cards. Now, we do often need to dig out our keys or wallets from the bottom of our shopping bag in all the hustle and bustle at a supermarket, and a smart ring could soon put an end to such frantic searches. The intelligent ring could replace a house key, wallet, health insurance card, even hotel key card in the future in the future in the future yes so um, actually a research team at uh, an institute for casting composite and processing technology actually did develop an intelligent ring as part of a larger project yes indeed this ring was actually manufactured by using the 3d printing technology that we love to talk about right here on future talk so they went ahead and embedded within this ring an rfid chip for those of you who don't know rfid can come in very handy when it's all about tracking your devices or even paying for certain services so with rfid you are looking at this ring being completely and looking completely normal on the outside but having so many capabilities on the inside it's multifunctional and the best part about it is that every company gets to decide how they want to use it so the way they create this ring is they have a laser beam guided over a bed of the metal components of the ring itself and this laser is capable of leaving this ring more like a robot on your finger so this ring can actually help you pay for bills we've seen it whenever rfid chips were actually inserted in people's hands and wrists it can even allow you to track your devices or track your items wherever they are so if you have a if you have the ring on you can find out exactly where your card is you can find out you can even pay with this ring you don't even have to look for your card you can even open your car key so a car key car door and your car without necessarily having to use a physical key Yes, now uh, this precisely controllable production technology does open the door to numerous possibilities for realizing completely individualized ring designs and 
the chip is always sealed by the ring, which does make it tamper-proof, so you don't actually have to worry whether or not someone can kind of uh, remove the RFID chip mm -hmm. from your rings. But some of the problems that needed to be solved was how to send electromagnetic signals from the RFID chip through the metal, and that is because, actually, metal is usually an effective shield against these type of signals. And the research team did find a solution and used a frequency that which does allow the signals to pass through the metal even better that would be possible at a longer frequency. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215 slots or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you ditch your key, your wallet, <laughs> your credit cards, everything that opens anything and just have a ring on your finger with an RFID chip that did it all. I love this invention and I hope it becomes commercialized pretty soon. Keep all 95 locked because coming back, we're talking about a great feature that Microsoft Teams is launching for all students who are still doing distance learning. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Readings, oh readings, they are my most hated part of university and I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me. We just don't like doing our readings. But Microsoft Teams is trying to spice things up and make things a little bit more interesting. They're introducing a new reading progress feature for all those who are avid users of their Teams app. Yes, indeed. Now we're looking at uh, how Microsoft is adding that new reading progress feature to Microsoft Teams which they is actually designed to help students improve their reading fluency. Now, reading progress works by allowing students to record themselves reading a passage of a text and even offering teachers the ability to assess accuracy rates and mispronunciations. Uh, funny enough, I, I was going to mispronounce <laughs> the word mispronunciations and even more. So uh, we're looking at how typically students do practice reading fluency in front of a teacher where they'll read a passage out loud and the teacher will mark it accordingly. But obviously, we're on the COVID-19 pandemic and we're doing distance learning and we can't actually do that because we yeah. need to get, have time for each and every student. And we do know that during remote learning, it, it does take a little bit more time than actuality in real life. You know what? This I'm laughing at this story because I'm just imagining some children out there with their mothers having their mom basically record the passage for them or even mm -hmm. recording it line per line and then editing it all together just so that they can get that 100% grade but I think it's a great option especially for you know first second and third graders to have them practice during class time during that hour on virtual learning is basically wasting the time of all the students that are waiting on this one student to finish reading. So now a teacher can go ahead and measure the speed of the person reading, how accurate they are, what words do they struggle with, and also their ways of expression. Because mm. when you're reading a story, you do need to act out the story, mm. not just reading it in monotone and this is what it happens, mm. because then you lose focus. So Microsoft has been working on this feature and trying to accelerate with it so that teachers and students can have a little bit of an easier platform to be able to measure the reading fluency. You'd think that with the pandemic, students and kids in general would be reading more, but in reality, they've been using technology more, which caused them to kind of slack down on their reading assignments. So now teachers can go ahead and set up Teams calls or Zooms calls, but still have that ability to practice their reading skills 
through the recordings on the app itself. Yes, now a recent Stanford University study actually did find out that the pandemic has affected students' reading ability with actually a drop around 30% in reading fluency in in early grades. So obviously, looking at this, this will be a great initiative to jump back have those actually numbers jump back and having students more uh, fluent in reading. So let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, slot or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Would you actually be comfortable mm. reading and recording yourself <laughs> reading and then sending it to your teacher or whatever? I actually think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Look at the screenshots. It's pretty cool. And uh, I, if I was a kid, I wouldn't mind doing it. Mm. And uh, this actually should be even better to kids who get a little bit shy in front of their friends. True, I agree. And I like how, as a teacher, what you'll be seeing is how many words per minute can the student read. So this will give you a much better accurate reading of how fast is this kid, how fluent is he at reading in a certain language. They'll also be able to jump to a specific word to hear how the student pronounces it because you can go ahead and just have the text right in front of you and then the machine or the app itself can match, let's say Hani said camel on the fourth line. So Mm -hmm. if you just go ahead and click on camel, you'll hear exactly how the student pronounces it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very neat, especially in the day and age that we are currently living in. Let us know to all the mothers out there, do you struggle with getting your children to read more often? Or do you have a certain schedule, whether it's reading before bed or a specific number of hours that they have to sit down and read some books in it? And do you think a feature that like this would come in handy for you? Our text lines are open for 215-DOR-IT-SALOT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, it's all about cash <laughs> today right here on Future Talk. We're talking about Twitter unveiling a brand new cash tip for users to be able to pay their creators. And I'm sure Hani has lots of thoughts on this brand new feature. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95. Twitter is now allowing people to leave tips for some tweeters, or as we like to call them, tweeps. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Hani has so many thoughts about this new feature, but let's just say that every single time analysts come out speculating certain features, it's just a couple of weeks later that we hear about them being officially a part of that social media platform. The latest of them all is trying to make Twitter a platform where creators can make money out of. And the tip jar is coming to life. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, actually, we've seen uh, Twitter kind of uh, hint at this for a while now, and people, uh, there was actually a lot of rumors about a tip jar, a monetization feature, which will actually allow users to send preferred creators cash tips through Venmo, Patreon, PayPal, Bandcamp, and Cash App. Now, we are looking at the feature, which will be available on both Android and iOS platforms, and users can enable the tip jar feature on their profiles, and this will actually list the payment services they have integrated with Twitter, with the company saying it won't be taking a cut of any payments made, which mm. is really weird because you look at a lot of other uh, platforms, for example, Twitch.tv, which is a streaming platform, any, uh, not donation, any subscription to those uh, creators, actually Twitch does take a per- portion of yeah. that fee. Absolutely, and I actually feel like they will, or maybe it's just hidden in the terms and conditions, when we look at it, you know, having a tip jar on Twitter, it's an it's a good way to support incredible voices that are very 
they're very known on the Twitter world and the Twitterverse and that are trusted. But it's also a way of, I don't know, it just feels feels weird. Feels tacky. Yeah, like, oh, I'm tipping you because you said a great tweet. Yeah, I mean... Showing su- you can show support with likes, you can show support with retweets, but showing support on Twitter with money, that's just... It's interesting, and I'm looking forward to see how it's going to be coming to life. It's not going to be open to all users just yet. It will only be allowed for certain accounts, and those accounts have to use Twitter in English, which, again, I think is just... You're putting down other languages. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm looking at it again. It is pretty tacky. I mean, uh, just uh, putting everything on side English or not English is just pretty tacky in general to, to pay people based on their tweets. I mean, again, not everyone just tweets uh, words. Some do tweet pictures, uh, videos, and even, uh, let's say, sound bites, for example. Mm. But again, I don't feel like uh, Twitter is the perfect platform to introduce something like this, right? I mean, it does look like they're trying to take the OnlyFans approach where we do know that OnlyFans isn't uh, the best type of platform and is not for everyone, right? And I mean, again, uh, I'm on the fence with this and I'm actually against this, not even on the fence. Uh, 100%, I wouldn't want this uh, to be on the app because it will make the app more toxic, Mm. right? Hey, if you want me to reply to your DM, PayPal me or whatever, $5, tip me $5. Hey, if you want to do this and that, if you want me to play games with you, for example, some gamers are would say, pay me $100 yeah. and uh, I'll play a couple of games with you. And again, that would just make the platform a lot toxic and uh, making everything a little bit just like monetized. I just yeah. feel like everything will see people see each other in currencies, which, uh, again, is not all right. But I mean, I, I just don't know where they're going with this. I think... It's interesting because Twitter has been trying to fight misinformation since the beginning of the pandemic. They've done different efforts to try and curb the spread of false information and rumors that can spread easily on social media platforms. But having the tip jar be only available to journalists, to experts and nonprofit organizations, I could see how this could help with the drive towards fighting misinformation. But then them hoping to open it up to all users one day is what worries me Mm -hmm. because if let's say if the most tipped tweet gets to go viral yeah then how can you tell what's true and what's not Mm because now whatever is viral whatever is most tipped becomes what's true it's kind of like the way with likes and and shares but now you have money also added on all of that which somehow makes it even more reliable you know but I don't think there's going to be tips on specific tweets, right? Mm. You can just tip the account. The actual creator. Yeah, and no one's going to see how many people are tipping the mm. account or nice. creator. So I don't think that that's going to be an issue with, uh, I mean, a great point, obviously. But still, I just I don't think that's yeah. what they're going to be doing. Not tipping per tweet, but tipping, tipping per, per account. Yes. Yeah. And we also do know that the company is currently working on a super follow feature that would allow users to set up subscription options for their tweets. So that's going to be yet another way that Twitter is looking to monetize its platform to lure more creators on it. We want to hear your thoughts. 4215 do it a lot or send into our DMs at Paul 95 radio What do you think of having a virtual tip jar? I, I honestly never thought I'd see a tip jar apart from cafes and restaurants mm-hmm. to tip waiters mm, yeah not tweeps <laughs> yeah, i don't like the whole idea and uh twitter will probably get a lot of backlash for it 
Uh, Twitter did make spaces. It's not doing great. Uh, Twitter did make uh, fleets. Not doing great. Yeah. Twitter's going to make a tip jar. <laughs> it will not do great. And uh, you can say hi and told you so. But we can give you a chance to win 500 dirhams right here on Pulse95. And you don't have to have a tip jar. You don't have to have any type of uh, intelligent tweets and you don't even have to be a journalist to be able to win just the just have five. to use your brain yes all you have to do is use your brain and listen to future talk to find out about the future <laughs> yes and uh, the last riddle is I'm always in front of you but you can never see me you hope for the best for me, of me but can never predict me what am I 9.30pm evening Kalak they will be announcing the winners 500 dirhams in cash. Yes, indeed. And this was Future Talk brought to you by Umiya Saleh and Hani Balqis. Once again, it's Future Talk. We're talking all about the future. Mm-hmm. This may just be a quick giveaway on what the answer to the riddle Too is. Too many hints. <laughs> Too many hints. I'm, I really want everyone to win. Text us in the right answer, 4215. We want to wish you a blessed iftar. Have a great afternoon. And we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse95. 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.